This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero, and you found the Michigan Corners, where we talk about all things related to Michigan as far as events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. And so when I had an opportunity to hear from our next guest, I was so excited because we've got a true bona fide expert in one of my greatest subjects. It's food. And so with us today is Erin Brains. She is the coordinator for the Lansing Foodies. Erin, welcome to our show. We're so glad you're here. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Vic. Well, and it's good to have you here. And of course, I think your husband is involved in this process as well in your organization. But before we get too far down the road, tell us about you and your husband's vision for Lansing Foodies and where it all started, what it is actually. Yeah, absolutely. So my husband and I moved to Lansing back in 2018. We were actually living in Eugene, Oregon. And before we moved there, we were, I mean, we had took almost a year to plan it all out and we looked for the local food like group. We wanted to know, you know, where to eat and what to do and there wasn't any local foodies group on Facebook, which we were really excited to, you know, see what we were gonna go and check out around here. And so we started one about six months before we moved actually. And then once we moved here, and my husband is from Michigan and I fell in love with, you know, everything Michigan on our trips out here. But yeah. when we did move out here, we started, you know, promoting the group and just trying to get people to join because, you know, it really started with Lansing Foodies as a Facebook group to kind of locally source where the best places to eat are. And so we ended up, you know, getting more and more members. We're up to almost 60,000 members now. Oh, my word. And yeah, it's really morphed into being not only a place to get great restaurant recommendations, but home chefs are able to share their tips and great recipes. And we also have for the third thing that we focus on is food security in the area. So looking at ways that we can help, like we did a big fundraiser for the Greater Lansing Food Bank and share resources to make sure that people have access to food. Yeah, well, um, how so exciting, Erin, that you found kind of a spot where nothing was happening there in that space and you came in and filled it. We're so glad you did. And just to be clear, we're not talking about you reviewing the newest opening of the Olive Garden. You're talking about no. probably more, not chain restaurants and more into those locally owned restaurants by restaurateurs that are trying to do something different or maybe not in the chain space, right? That's absolutely right. We are really focused on uplifting the local food scene. So really making sure that we're giving love to local restaurants and finding, you know, those local gyms that maybe have been around forever, but nobody's you know, been talking about them because they just already know about them. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah, let me ask you this. When you got to Lansing, you came from, I think you said Oregon. And so your husband was from the Lansing area or a different spot in Michigan? Grand Rapids, very good. Grand Rapids, he went to MSU, so he was familiar with the area. But to the point, when you got here, you came, and once you kind of unpacked the greater Lansing area, did you go, oh, they're really missing the foodie thing? Or, I mean, it's one thing to have great (laughs) restaurants and just nobody knows about them, but it's a whole different thing to say, wow, we basically have about six chain restaurants and nothing else going on. Or were you just all of a sudden blown away, but wait a minute, there's something cool going on here. What happened in your mind, first off? The latter, because I was absolutely just overwhelmed with how many amazing options there were, how much good food there was. There is food from all over the world here. Like literally, you've got people who have moved here 
from, you know, different countries in Africa, like Ethiopian Altus is a great restaurant. You've got Noosh from Afghanistan. You've got, you know, definitely a ton of different Asian things that are just people who are bringing their culture here in ways that we didn't have that variety and that just bounty of different options. Oh, that's so cool. I'm really excited to know that you had that level of experience. Just yesterday, I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, actually asked a concierge in a different city for a recommendation, and they got down to the place that the concierge recommended. And when he went to go there, they said it looked a little sketch to them. And their point was, you never would have gone there had you just been walking down the street, but it was recommended. And it was so incredibly awesome and good that they went back to the concierge and tipped him even more because of that wonderful discovery along the way. And that really is what you're all about, is helping us discover what's right under our nose. And no pun intended, because it probably smells pretty good where you go. Absolutely. And it's not just, you know, us as, you know, the administrators of the group, but it's really crowdsourcing and finding from the people who live here, you know, we've got polls that we regularly put out that say, you know, what are the best tacos? Where are the Indian food? Where's the best, you know, and then people vote on there and nominate what restaurants they are, are, and then we're able to, you know, pull that information and put it on our website and have it be, you know, a nice reference guide for people. But it's really people coming and sharing their experience. So it's even more, I guess, in depth as far as like the information that we're able to get together and the way that we're able to find these restaurants. Because, you know, me and my husband, we've lived here for over five years now and we're trying to eat at every restaurant in the area. And it is so hard. I mean, we've probably gotten through... Not even half of them. Aaron, sign me up. Give me a couple of assignments. I'll go do it for you. (laughs) Hey, I'm just so glad, Aaron, you're helping us down, understand this, and discover what's right here in front of us. And we're so glad you made it from Oregon right here to Michigan. And we're glad you tuned into the Michigan Business Network and you found the Michigan Corners. We'll be right back after these messages. Sonair has been advancing communities and providing opportunities for people in Michigan for more than 25 years. Through lending, investments, and the creation of homes and jobs, Sonair has made a combined $7 billion impact on the communities they serve. Learn more at www.sonair.com. And we're back right here on the Michigan Corners on the Michigan Business Network. I am so grateful that Erin Brains is with us. She is the coordinator for the Lansing Foodies organization, group, PR. I mean, they are the centrifuge of whatever you want to know about food in the uh, greater 517 area. And so, Erin, I've got to ask you, you know, when you come across a vast country like America and you come back to Michigan, were there any surprises in your world that kind of like, well, this is different stuff that kind of goes, Hmm, how about that? What surprised you? Well, I mean, coming from the West Coast, everybody's very health conscious and coming and eating in Michigan, you know, we've got kids, we'd love to get pizza. And the fact that you all put the right amount of cheese on the pizza here, there's so much cheese on the pizza compared to where I was coming from that I just was blown away. We ended up moving really close to Arts Pub here in town. Oh, yeah, sure. Arts Pub was the very first pizza I got in when we moved here and that was 
over the top. It's like an inch of melted cheese on every <laughs> pizza. And it's so intense and it's amazing. And I mean, I love cheese. So I definitely have fallen in love with the right amount of cheese that everybody puts on pizza, even if it isn't as intense as Art's Pub is. But it definitely made very comforted by that comfort food of cheese. Well, let's, I love Let's stand on pizza for a second because you've got such a vast amount of options when it comes to pizza because fast food chains aside what just the other day there's a little deli out here in grand ledge called fabiano's that's out on grand river and wacusta and they had a i think it was a dill pickle pizza which i never would have thought of that and then there was also a sweet chili chicken pizza and my son and his spouse ended up grabbing those pizzas and they were so tickled with them so all right Tell me, we get the old pineapple conversation, does that belong on pizza? But what are some of the strangest combinations you've ever seen on pizza that even if you got to go back to Oregon to find them? You know, as far as strange combinations on pizza, I would say, I mean, the dill pizza, I've actually seen it in a couple of places. Uh, Slice also has a crab rangoon pizza. Oh. And I've seen that a couple other places too, like Pepino's and East Lansing. It's another one that just is, I know that Slice, the Saddleback guys and Slice also made a, an olive burger pizza, uh-huh. which is crazy. Sleepwalker, which is a fun little brewery pizza place down in Rio Town, they have put together, they've got regular weekly specials that they've done and they've done some crazy stuff where they try to you know really go thematic with it and even some of their like normal pizzas they've got a jagged little dill which is their dill pickle pizza but they've also got regularly chorizo on a pizza called chupacabra yeah which i mean and i feel like at this point i've had so many different types of pizzas that there's really no wrong thing to put on (laughs) i love it But bring it on, right? I, this thing, that's great. Yeah. Well, you just said something that sparked a question for me, an olive burger pizza, because do you find in Oregon, do they have olive burgers in Oregon, or is that a Michigan thing? No, nobody outside of Michigan has olive burgers. Come on! Olive burgers are a very intensely, like local thing which is great i mean we've celebrated the heck out of it because of that they're just such a unique but ubiquitous they're everywhere around here especially yeah but in the other parts of the state too there's little pockets of olive burger goodness and i didn't know what they were before i moved here it seems like we celebrate olive burgers around here don't we yeah yeah definitely i mean we started throwing a festival about it last year which happened to be the 100-year anniversary of the invention of the Olive Burger. Oh, no way. Yeah, and so we've got an Olive Burger Festival now, and that was another thing when we moved to town. We're like, so uh, there's Olive Burgers everywhere. Where's the Olive Burger Festival? And our friend we were out to lunch with was like, well, there isn't one yet. And so we definitely, (laughs) (laughs) yes, yep. So we, it took us a few years to figure out how to make it happen, but now it's going to be an annual thing, and we're working on year number two of our Olive Burger Festival. Well, you've got one under your belt, and so tell me, is it all around town, or is there a center? location that you'll host the festival at? How does that work? Yeah, we have it at Jackson Field, home of the Leg Nuts. Oh um, so the baseball stadium, and it's really great because they've got, you know, all the way around, you can walk around the field and we can set up vendor carts all around it. And so we had about 2,500 people. Last year we sold out like within half an hour of opening the doors and just ate tons of different olive burger samples. And we had 
bands and we had, you know, lots of entertainment for the kids. And it was just a really fun burger party to celebrate Lansing and really using Olive Burgers as the touchstone of like what we're about here. Yeah. Now, I don't think you have dates for the number two festival, but is that's dates you're working on, right? And again, would it be in February? No, we're looking at doing it hopefully sometime in September. Gotcha. Something a little bit less. We did it in June last year, and I don't know, a mayonnaise-based sauce and the heat, not so much. Gotcha, (laughs) gotcha. (laughs) Cooler months and also make sure that we can get even more vendors so we're not competing with all the graduation parties and everything like that. That is so cool. What a difference you've made by coming from Oregon, you and your husband, and just by saying, where is it, and with the whole three three-letter word yet. I just love it. And I love the fact you're joining us right here, Erin. We're here with Erin Brains. She is absolutely part of the Lansing food scene and helping us kind of understand and work our way through it right here on Michigan Corners. We're going to be right back on the Michigan Business Network after these messages. So stay tuned. We got more to come. And I'm getting hungry, Erin. I'm getting hungry. Managing your office supplies is key to a seamlessly functioning business. With over 90,000 items available for free next day delivery and no minimum order, DBI can solve all your office supply needs from pencils to coffee at the very best value. Call DBI and ask a sales representative to show you their product offerings or visit dbiyes.com and request a product catalog. DBI does all things office, office supplies, furniture, and environments. We're back right here on the Michigan Business Network on the Michigan Corners Show where we talk about all things, meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. And we just got done talking about Olive Burger Festival, which I never thought we'd be talking about here. But I just think it's so cool that we found the founders. And of course, so many good things are going on. But you know, when people like Aaron Brains, who is the coordinator for the Lansing Foodies, gets involved and her and her husband have tried to make the scene come alive. Aaron, there's got to be stuff going on. So we're here in the cold months of Michigan. Is there anything coming up, something you want to spotlight as far as the things that have a bit of a timeline to them? Yeah, absolutely. So February is our fourth annual support month. And what that is, is, you know, we know that restaurants, local restaurants, especially really see a lull in activity after the holidays. So January and February are really difficult months for our local restaurants. They just see less people coming in. And so what we're trying to do, and this again is our fourth year doing it, is highlight a number of local restaurants and encourage our members to go in and, you know, really show some love to those restaurants. So we have our members nominate. We'll do 28 restaurants. So we're doing, you know, basically a restaurant a day, but we group them in weeks because the very first year we did do one restaurant a day. And that's not nice to the restaurants to be like, okay, so we just encourage thousands of people to come into your one restaurant. Ah. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> Whoops. We learned from that. So, we do. Uh, <laughs> 
now we have it be like seven restaurants in a week. Here are the seven restaurants that we're highlighting this week. Please come support these restaurants. We encourage our members to then enter a drawing with us by posting, you know, a picture from where they went with the hashtag of the, the support month. And then we, you know, do giveaways. Like last year we did, you know, a lot of gift cards to the restaurants. Oh, I love it. We also have some, you know, cool kitchen gadgets and cooking things to give away to our members to, you know, kind of just encourage them to really be engaged with the support month. Like I said, our members nominate these restaurants. So it's something that we're able to, you know, kind of crowdsource, hey, who out there needs our support? Who's struggling right now? Who could really use this love? And then we just kind of coordinate it or, you know, do all the organizing to say, all right, let's have it so that, you know, we don't have the same kind of food, you know, every day that one week and, you know, kind of spread it out. And then we coordinate with the restaurants to make sure that they're appropriately staffed to handle any excess of, you know, customers. And then we run with it and have a really fun month just really digging in and celebrating our local restaurants. Well, I think that's so cool. And I guess it just because it came to mind, Aaron, every once in a while we get someplace to a restaurant and it doesn't go well. Maybe it might be staff, which I think a lot of people have struggled because of getting enough staff. And then the other thing is every once in a while, the food just comes out wrong. So without, I don't want to go negative, but I'm just asking when that happens to you where you go, oh, we're kind of disappointed. Do you try to pull people aside and say, hey, we just want to help you? Or do you walk out and just say, never going back there again? We, I mean, like really our focus is you know, making the Lansing food scene as successful as possible. And so we don't ever give a negative review. And, you know, that's one of our rules in our group is that this isn't Yelp. You don't go in and give a negative review, Um, but you can give, you know, honest feedback, but you have to follow some certain guidelines first. So you have to reach out to the manager and try to make it right. Give them an opportunity to, you know, like we have had, you know, experiences that aren't stellar and we have had, you know, to, you know, just say, Hey, this is what happened, you know, and nine times out of 10, I mean, for us, 10 times out of 10 people have always been like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that happened. Let me make it right. And they will make it right. Very rarely will some, you know, a restaurant not care that, you know, somebody had a bad experience there, but we also understand that, all these restaurants are run by people and people are inherently flawed and people have bad days and we're never going to sit there and, you know, say we had one bad experience. We're never going back again because, you know, I have bad days and I would hate it if somebody judged me by my one bad day. So Yeah, um, exactly. I think that's exactly right. You know, and of course you have to give a little bit of grace in all of that because there's think about the investments that people make along with the Families that are counting on that business to employ them, all those things. So I love the fact that you pull somebody aside and say, hey, just want to let you know. That happened to me the other day, and I did talk to the manager, not in a bad way. I said, I want you to know, this is one of my favorite places on the planet to eat. And I just want to let you know that this was the first time ever I've been disappointed, and here's what happened. And to that point is that, Keeping it positive, letting them know that you're a big fan and you just want to support and lift them, that's way different than some of the cranky things that can happen when it doesn't go well. So I love what your group has said. Now, you've got this focus that's coming up in February, and we're going to talk about how to find you when we come back from break in just a minute. But that's the whole point is that we want to make sure that people know how to get a hold of you, know what you're highlighting and spotlighting. 
and also know some of the places to go and leaning on your organization to do it. It's the Lansing Foodies right here at Aaron Brains on the Michigan Corners and the Michigan Business Network. We're so glad to have you here. We're going to be right back after we go pay some bills. Thanks for tuning in. The attorneys of Foster Swift, Collins & Smith offer legal counsel to businesses, families, individuals, and municipalities throughout Michigan with offices in Lansing, Farmington Hills, Grand Rapids, Detroit, Marquette, and Holland. Clients know they can count on Foster Swift for all their legal needs, from straightforward wills to sophisticated business transactions and complex litigation. Learn more about Foster Swift and how they can assist you at fosterswift.com. Thanks for tuning in to Michigan Business Network. This is the Michigan Corners where we talk all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. And right now, we're focusing on what's going on on the food scene right in the Greater Lansing area. And of course, when we talk about the Greater Lansing area, Aaron Brains, who is actually our event coordinator for Lansing Foodies. Aaron, when I say Lansing area, how big is that in your mind? Are you talking about restaurants that are out in Grand Ledge and Mason? And how far would you go? Yeah. Absolutely, and DeWitt, and I mean, we've even gone over to Jackson, you know, just to share with that. I mean, the nice thing is, you know, we think about the greater Lansing area, you know, Bingham and Eaton counties, and but then also, you know, we bring a lot of our members too. Like, we'll go to Detroit and say, hey, this is somewhere that it's drivable, you can go there, and this was a great experience, and then be able to share it. Oh, so, I love it. So, Owasso's um, not out of the question then. Oh, Owasso is some really great little gems. Yeah, Absolutely. they do. They're definitely in our area. Yeah. Right. The name of a couple of my favorites are escaping me right now, but I just love those spots. Well, listen, when I think I about... Have you gone to Jolie's? Oh, Jolie's yeah. Crosswinds Cafe, that is hands down our favorite. They are also the winner of the Best Olive Burger um, <gasps> Crowd Choice at the festival last year. But they just have amazing food, everything they make. Oh, that's so cool. So it's not fair that some places are so talented, right? It's like (laughs) you wish they all were, but you know so fun yeah that's right well listen you know there's a good example you go to a certain restaurant and you got your favorite and so what you kind of do is you kind of get caught if you will in some of the same old same old I'm wondering if you could help me who's willing to be adventuresome but it's hard for me to give up my tried and true favorites when I go to a new restaurant so how do I find my way around a menu I'm not familiar with and find what they're really good at. You know, some restaurants are going, oh, try this. <laughs> and so help me with that, would you? Absolutely. So we actually regularly, when we go out to a new restaurant, we'll go to our website where we've compiled those polls for, you know, what the best of are. And we'll search, you know, the restaurant and see what they're known for. Like if they're known for having the best, you know, certain dish, then that's what we'll get. And, you know, part of it is because we want to know what everybody, you know, was voting on. And then we also want to get a picture of it so we can add it to the 
you know, website. But a lot of it is us wanting to see, you know, well, we never would have thought to try that because, you know, we're usually eating all burgers or whatever else. But having an opportunity to try their loaded fries or whatever they're known for, it's really given us a lot of, you know, guidance when we're going out to eat, not only to pick the restaurant, but to pick what to eat at the restaurant. We'll also search in the group because on our Facebook group, if you go and just search a name of a restaurant, people have taken so many pictures and we can say, oh my gosh, no, that looks amazing. And we'll order that way based on what other people have recommended. Well, I just love that, you know, and I think that when I'm hopeless and kind of like, well, I don't know what to do, every once in a while I ask the question, what are you known for? What do people just absolutely love when they get here? And the other day I had the pleasure of meeting Gregory Eaton. Have you heard of Gregory's, the restaurant at the north end of Logan? I don't think I have. Well, Gregory is an amazing institution here in town, and he does a lot of soul food, just wonderful, fantastic food in that regard. And Gregory Eaton is one of the only three people who have been to every Super Bowl since its inception. And he's right here in Lansing, and he's the neatest guy. It's kind of a museum to go inside of his restaurant. It's Gregory's. But the only reason why I said that is I said, what are you known for? If I come here, I don't know what to get. And so he kind of steered me on a couple different things. That's one of my favorite questions is, you know, when people come here, what is the one thing they say, oh, did you try? And that's kind of where I go with some of those recommendations. So, hey, you and I will have to did meet up at Gregory's. chicken filet there? Well, yeah, you know, and he does the soul food, which I'm not an expert there, but there's collard greens involved and there's chicken and there's just different, uh, really good home cooking stuff. And I just love where that goes. So I think that's so fantastic. Tried them out last year. I would just went and searched real quick, and I was like, "Oh no, he's been just Gregory's, and he got their the Gregory's famous chicken fillet." So very good. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, that's super. Well, and so as we do this and kind of get around, if I said that I wanted to, because I kind of do, I want to become a foodie. Tell me what's the first thing I should do and probably cancel my plans to go on the chain restaurants like I was going to do and start down the path of trying out some restaurants. Can you point me? I'm going to go probably to your website or your Facebook location and start looking around. Is that where I'd start? Yeah, absolutely. Feel free to come and join us in the the group, which is on Facebook. Just search Lansing Foodies. Our website also has a link directly to the group. It's lansingfoodies.com. And it's got all of our best of lists, too, which is a really great way to be like, you know what? I really like, you know, nachos, but I'm going to go ahead and expand my horizons and try a local place who has nachos. And then that's a really great place to look there. I think that being a foodie, though, it's just really, you know, being excited and celebrating food and enjoying it and not, you know, just eating for sustenance, but eating for joy. So, but if you wanted to, you know, really make that switch from, you know, supporting those national chains into really pouring that money into local pockets, I think that finding those resources, like, you know, our website where we've got the lists compiled is a really great, easy way to be like, all right, well, I really like, you know, tacos where should I go? And yeah. then you can well, you know, kind of start from there and edge in that way. Also you bet. Scrolling through our group, beautiful pictures, what looks good. Well, Aaron, so you've given that. us some great ideas, and we're so glad you've joined us here on the Michigan Corners. We'll be right back on the Michigan Business Network after these messages. Thanks for tuning in.
something to grow, it takes time. Like the equity in your home. That's why LaughQ offers a home equity line of credit. Because frequent watering of your houseplants may be recommended. Now can we get a new roof? Not so much the rest of the house. Want the best rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. And we're back right here on the Michigan Corners where we talk about all things meetings, events, festivals, and tourism in the Great Lakes State. And, of course, we have with us Erin Brains. She is the event coordinator for the Lansing Foodies. And I'm telling you, Erin, I'm getting hungry, and I'm also getting ready to start making my list of restaurants that I want to try out. I know you probably don't do the top ten, but I'd love for you to give us some guidance on that. But as I think about some of the things I've seen I love going to fairs. Matter of fact, just this last week, I spoke to the Michigan Association of Fairs and Expositions uh, 139th year annual meeting. That's pretty impressive. But I had a great chance to be over there and everybody that's deep frying a stick of butter or a corn dog is doing the stuff. But, you know, fair food is one thing, but food from a food truck can be completely different, right? Because I see these food trucks and they're kind of got their own thing going on. Have you noticed that around town? Oh, yes. I love food trucks. Really? So is there any criteria when you're choosing one? <laughs> do you have to be brave or do they follow all the health standard rules like everybody else? Oh, yeah. They're absolutely up to code. They've got the same health standards as any establishment. And I mean... I would think it'd be easier to keep those up to code too, because it's not such a big place and the menu's not as big. So yeah, you don't have as many great point. That could possibly go wrong, but I love how niche they are. There's so many food trucks out there that have, you know, they've got a smaller menu, like I said, but they've really like made that thing that they're making the best thing. I mean, like they are just—it's an art, it's a science that they've perfected, and they're out there, you know, making it. And I mean, it's so cool to see those, you know, when we come to some of those festivals and we're able to see, like, I'm thinking of the Fall Festival out in St. John's, where they have, like, that whole main street in St. John's, and they've got all the really delicious food trucks just all there, and you can just go and try the best things from each one. Oh, I'm yeah. so exciting. Well, it reminds me, you know, you get down to Disney World and you go to Epcot, and they have the Food and Wine Festival there, and they have little small plates that you can go around the backwater lake that's back there around the worlds and try all those different things. So when you get to a place that's got a concentration of food trucks like that, you can try a little nibble of everything and as opposed to sitting down and you know having a big plate and all of a sudden, oh, I don't like that so much. Well, if you have a nibble, you don't like it, that's okay. Move on to the next. Or if you lo- really love it, go back and get six more, right? So you have options. So I wonder, are you familiar? And I don't want to put you on the spot at all, but I'm just wondering if there aren't some food truck stories where people had a dream to start a food truck and next thing you know, they've moved on and actually opened a restaurant and kind of went into that scenario. Have you seen that happen? 
Yeah, absolutely. I actually just met with Vicky the other day of Grand Grillin'. They're over there on Lake Lansing, and they started off with a food cart that was down by like the Capitol, and they did that for almost a decade, and then they also would go to the MSU games and kind of do tailgates there, and they did chicken, and they do like delicious wraps and bowls and stuff like that, but now they have their first brick and mortar. They're just celebrating their one-year anniversary there, and it's a super cute location, and it's delicious food, but they also are still able to be really flexible to do like catering and stuff like that and can still go to those MSU games because they have that food truck background. I just get so excited about the humble beginnings. So years ago, I was at the Ox Roast up in DeWitt and Linda Hunt was selling some pies out of the back of a minivan. So are you familiar with Linda Hunt and Sweet Delicious up in DeWitt? Oh, I've heard of that, yeah. It's an incredible story because Linda, I'm talking to her and knew her from other venues, but she said she had a dream of opening a bakery and wanted to open a pie shop. And I go, wow, that's great. And I tried the ones that were coming out of the back end of her minivan there at the Ox Roast. And I think, well, you go, girl. This isn't going to be incredible. Well, guess what? Sweet Delicious has been open for quite some time. They do a nice job there in DeWitt. And one of the things I think is so cool about it is that she actually was in the Pillsbury National Bake Off Contest. And you've watched those food shows, right? They're looking for drama on TV. Linda is one of the sweetest (laughs) people on the planet, period, full stop. And so she's there and everybody's smack talking on the show. And when the judges decide that she's the national baking winner, they actually had to go back into the kitchen to film more shots of her because she wasn't smack talking everybody. (laughs) She was just saying, I'm just here to bake pies, and that's all she's done. But my point for that, please, Aaron, is the dream of what's going on and having somebody with humble dreams to start and helping them do a good thing, helping them grow from a food truck into a brick-and-mortar store or maybe a fleet of food trucks. It's just the American dream to me, and I love the fact that that's kind of what you do is you spotlight these stories, right? Yeah, you know, we find those, we want to give them love. If they're doing great food, we want to make sure that everybody knows about it. Lansing in general, though, I feel like there is a really great culture in Lansing to help those kind of, you know, humble beginning stories really make their dreams come true. There's a number of, like, incubators, like small business incubators around town, but Allen Center is doing one for food, and, you know, they've already had their first restaurant that started there that went on to open their first brick and mortar. I'm the name is escaping me right now, but they're really delicious Peruvian food. Can't oh, they? how cool Can't is they? that? Wow. And then Marcotta Club is going to open up, I believe, I want to say in the summer, but that's going to be right downtown in the old Naps building, which is this gorgeous, gorgeous yeah, building. You and bet. they're going to have like eight restaurants in there. Lansing Shuffle is kind of a similar situation where you've got kind of this pooled resource of, you know, we've got all these great big buildings and like we're able to kind of say all right if we all have kind of a smaller front inside of there then you know people can come and you know say they want to eat different things i love it family we love to do that yeah i love it when you start dropping names it's really fun because it's so cool because i just like to follow you around and i'm glad you're here with us (laughs) i'm taking notes i hope the audience is as well right here on the michigan corners we're going to take a quick break and finish up with our final segment here on the michigan corners
Physicians Health Plan is local. For 35 years, we've been a part of your community, and we take pride in helping you get the coverage, care, and personal service you deserve. Go to phpmichigan.com for more information. We're the health plan that works for you. And we're back with our final segment right here on the Michigan Corners. Thanks so much for tuning into the Michigan Business Network. I just love the opportunity to meet some of the wonderful people that are doing great things. And Erin Brains is doing a wonderful job. Her and her husband have started the Lansing Foodies Group. And man, it's a plethora of information. And it's finger licking good, no pun intended. Well, pun intended. But I want to just say... You mentioned incubators and some of the other things. And following dreams, we talk about Linda Hunt. There's another gluten-free bakery restaurant. Yeah, Sweet Encounters. Oh, my gosh. That place is so magical. The first time I walked in there, I'm a gluten-sensitive person. Yeah. This happened in the last few years. And I was like, I'm you know looking for things that are delicious and gluten-free. is kind of hard. But when I walked in and I was like, oh, well, what's gluten-free on your menu? And they said everything. Everything. I swear it was just glitter and rainbows <laughs> and like angels were singing. And- uh-huh. <laughs> and Cupcakes are so magical and just gorgeous. Just and Aaron, you can't tell they're gluten free, right? No, no, no. No, they're, they're just too stinking can. good. Yes. Yeah, they've got vegan ones too that, you know, sat by my vegan kid and, you know, it definitely is amazing. They've made it. They've made it happen just so good. It's so cool to see them, you know, continuing to thrive. And they're going to be right where that Mercata Club's going to be. Yeah. Um, they're going to be, you know, included in that cool project. So. Well, and because I'm going to do a selfish thing here, I need to ask you a couple quick questions. One, my favorite steakhouse in town by a country mile is Bodie's. It's a high price point, but it's right downtown. Have you tried that one? Yes, we just went there recently, actually, for kind of a celebratory evening, and it was really, oh, it was so delicious, and we were able to share, like, a nice big cut of meat, and they, like, cut it off the bone table side. It was very fancy, very nice. Yeah. And they've only got about six tables, so you got to get a reservation, but they do a great job. I also wanted to ask you, there's a new complex... I'm going to mess this up, but Sarah Pierce from 517 mentioned it to us. and It was a new Italian restaurant down on the line between Lansing and East Lansing. Toscana. Give it to me again. Toscana. Toscana. Have you tried that? Yeah. We went to their grand opening and they invited us, which, I mean, I'm not going to complain when people invite us places because it was delicious. Nice. They had really amazing, you know, a whole wine section they've got those you know the fancy little wine dispensers oh that yeah and you, you know kind of pick the and just get it by the glass you can try many different ones without having to buy a whole bottle which is nice and just delicious food they're like the only place in lansing that has like valet parking because the parking over there is really hard it is a little difficult <laughs> i gotta agree Well, tell me, we're going to run out of time here, so I want to make sure a few years ago we wouldn't have been able to say this about where do you go for all the answers, and you got them when it comes to the food scene in Greater Lansing. Tell us, how do we tap into you and your organization? Well, definitely you can visit us on our website, lansingfoodies.com. And then come on to Facebook. If you're already on Facebook, come and join our group. It's Lansing Foodies and You do need to answer some questions in order to join, but it definitely is a public group and there are just some really great resources. You can search through it and see what other people have, you know, 
made. And then if you're someone that loves to cook and loves to share what you're making, it's a great community that will definitely rally around and just give you a lot of accolades for how awesome, you know, your love of food is too. So come join us and celebrate the food in Lansing. Well, I love it. And what you just mentioned was the notion that if you love to cook, and I happen to enjoy cooking, I'm not sure I'm very good at it. I kind of run the bases rather than get on the wild side of trying really exotic or fancy stuff. But are there some restaurant chefs that are willing to have cooking classes and help you maybe master some of your own techniques? Are you aware of any of those around? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing more and more of them. Actually, we were talking about Sweet Encounters. They do bakery classes. Hong Kong Restaurant has been doing some really cool series of, like, she steamed buns, and then they did a class for Mapo Tofu, and then they're going to do an upcoming Green Beans, and she's got all this great history about these dishes. Slice, they've been doing pizza-making classes with kids, which is so cute. There's a lot of places in town that are doing that. I definitely would recommend if you're looking for gifting, you know, and you don't want to just do a gift certificate, but you want an experience for somebody, get them one of these classes that a local restaurant's doing and teach them, you know, how to make these things. It's so cool. Yeah. And was it Master Chef Junior? I just love that show. Those kids, some of those kids put me to shame. I'm like, wow. But I might be able to pull together an olive burger, but it won't be as good as some of the ones around town. But I have to tell you, Aaron, let me just say thank you to you and your husband. And give us his name again, please. It's James Brains. James, and you and James have done such a wonderful service for Lansing and the greater central Michigan area. We're grateful for what you're doing and for the lifting of all of these great organizations, these wonderful people that are giving their heart and soul to make us tummies happy and make some great memories. And so you've made a great memory today. Aaron, thank you so much for what you're doing. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And it's what I love most, food. I love it. Well, I can't wait to have an opportunity to bump into you at one of these great restaurants. And I thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vershero here on the Michigan Corners. I can't wait to see you down at the corner. Michigan.